Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back. And hey, I've got some good news. Did you listen to the last episode and go, that was pretty cool, but you know what it needed more of? The Yander character. Well, in that case, boy, howdy, do we have a treat for you this time around. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends. And actually, most of them were trash, but some of them weren't. A.K.A. The Trash Manga Friends Podcast The X. Episode 38. Full clearing another world under a trash manga with zero believers. You know the drill by now. This is the show where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga. We dissect what's good. We dissect what's bad. We dissect what's trash. And this time around, we dissect what's been cancelled. I am your forever host and superintendent, Sean, and I am joined by Sergeant Phil and Constable Mike. How are you both? Well, why does he get to be the sergeant and I get to be the constable? I think you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it that way, I'm sad. I, you can't have police officers falling asleep on the job, Mike. I would do that. I would absolutely do that. Because I don't, I don't awake. No, the crime would happen and Mike would be in bed. <laughs> They'd be like, quick, Sergeant Mike, there's a... You're not a sergeant! How dare you! Also, they wouldn't use your first name, they use your surname. D- sergeant Mikestable. I, there's, a, there's a crime happening. I'm like, uh, how bad a crime? Murder. Uh, wake me up when it's mass murder. Uh, how, how many murders? <laughs> yeah. Wake me up when it goes serial. <laughs> uh, uh, like uh, cornflakes or <laughs> oh no I only get out of bed for Cheerios uh, uh, yeah. can I just say this is a, nothing to do with anything but Cheerios it's a superior breakfast cereal and I'll have no one else uh, no one say otherwise Cheerios are pretty great yeah they are the superior breakfast cereal I, I prefer the uh, I don't know what the type the name for the type of cereal is but essentially like the crunchy nut cluster style thing where you've got those kind of cluster things in the series. Nah, so. nah, nah. That's that. That's fancy bastards. Yes, you've right met there. me, right? Nah, nah. Uh, I just that. don't eat breakfast. <laughs> Phil just doesn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're one of them conscientious breakfast objectors. Sure, you're morally against the practice. <laughs> so you morally against breakfast. Yeah, so you prefer to abstain. At, at the moment, I just have like those breakfast milkshake things. So you cheat, is what you're saying? Yes. Oh, that's, that's worse. not cheating, Mike. <laughs> it's playing efficiently. <laughs> Just hook it to my veins. <laughs> oh, dear. And how, how is Phil? Oh, yeah. You know, let it, letting Sean actually get to record the podcast. Great. I'm crushing it as usual. Thanks. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't hold these two back from their opinions on this one. It was like, let me start. And they're like, no, let's tangent <laughs> on this. Oh, yeah. I legit- legitimately, I was like, do I just interrupt him again? <laughs> we didn't let him start the podcast for a while because we had a lot of things to talk about, some of which were connected to this manga. Some, not all. <laughs> I'm like, most not. Most not. About, about as much as it will be connected to this manga in the episode, I imagine. Yeah, I guess because I'm not sure how you could talk about this manga for an entire episode, but okay. Quite, quite easily. Here we go. <laughs> Mike, you said, so I wasn't going to bring this up, but you've seen that. Last time around, you said on Kami, nothing happens. <laughs> and then that was one of the longest episodes we've ever done. Uh, sure. Never underestimate our ability to spew bullshit for hours at a time. 
Yes, I had to cut 20 minutes of it. <laughs> that episode could have been over two hours, viewers. I'm letting you know. That's the premise of the show. Three uh, idiots talk about things they're unqualified to talk about. But only for like 30 to 45 minutes. Hey, oh, yeah, hey, totally. hey, no, no, no. We, we solve a lot of isms. We're totally qualified to solve that. This isn't going to be free cis men. <laughs> this is not a free cis men episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cis white men solve the world problems that's what this podcast is uh, why do you have to add the white god because <laughs> we're the white people I know <laughs> oh man right okay so what what fun series have we dredged out to talk about this time well it's Subasa, you're my killer match aka Subasa chan kimi wa machingo shita ona wa satsujinki this is a sign in thriller mystery manga which ran from December 2019 to May 2020. Only ran for 23 chapters before it had to be discontinued due to the author's ill health. So it's drawn and written by Riona Fukuoka. This is their only work. They haven't done anything beforehand and they haven't done anything since. So uh, I hope uh, I hope they've at least managed to recover and are feeling better than they were when this had to be discontinued. But as such, it's not been licensed. There's no anime. And to be blunt, I highly doubt you'll ever see either. And I would imagine if it was going to continue, it would have come back by now. Been a year, I think. Over a year. Oh, well, well over a year at this point. So uh, don't expect a return for Subasa. Usually when things totally intend to come back, they don't say they're cancelled. They say they're on hiatus. And then like 12 years later, they drop again. Yes. So, with the fact that they've said it's cancelled is pretty telling. It's pretty definitive, yeah. I mean, as I say, it's not... It, the series have been off for longer and have come back. I know me and Phil both read Grey Man, and that was off for several years, while um, Hoshino-sensei, I think it was, who does that one? I, I would argue the difference there is that Grey Man was insanely popular. Yes. Or is. Oh, no, Grey Man was a Shonen Jump success story. Yes, I'm well aware. But uh, the the point is, Matt, this does happen, uh, but in this case, yeah, it, the work has been uh, cancelled instead. Yes, I, I imagine for something that's perhaps, and I don't know the stats on this particular series, but I imagine if it's not doing well and the author does have health conditions that might persist, they just say, no, nah, you're just cancelled. We're not going to play the hiatus game. Yeah, we, we obviously hope that the author of this gets better or is better by now. Yeah don't know the situation there i couldn't find out anything online i did try to have a look this is not an indictment of the author and their situation no. is what we're saying no. so this is purely based on the work itself also technically speaking loveless is on hiatus so that gives you some uh i thought loveless was back again <laughs> god damn it is or it? it or did it go on hiatus again i have no idea but loveless is popular and is drawn by a popular author so, um... I was going to say, not that I keep up with it, but I just remember when <laughs> I just remember when we recorded the episode. We we're like, uh, "Loveless is still going." <laughs> it yes. is still going. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's let's talk about let's get back to this series and let's talk about it then. So, Phil, give us uh, as usual, give us the cliff notes, give us the premise, give us the plot. What is or what was Subasa? You're my killer match about before it uh, met its untimely end. Oh well. Get it. You you missed out the key genre, Sean. It's clearly a romance. I didn't say that because it's not, but go on. <laughs> I, I can see it right here in the list of genres, romance. And how could it not be, Sean? Because it's all about our main character, Sosuke, and how he matches 
with the lovely Sebastian on the totally not Tinder app Anonymous. Ninder. It's a, it is actually called Anonymous. Sure, sure. Or that's what it's translated to. I don't know if that's what it actually is in the roles. But... It's a very weird name for an app, I must say. <laughs> very convenient, yes. We, we never see Sebastian. She always keeps her face... I'm going to say hidden. I, I feel that's being generous, if we're being honest. Sure. And uh, they they hit it off. It's great. It's swell. And, you know, Sosuke, he's, he's, he's getting a bit bullied at university because he's at second year at university. Spass is a first year. And they've never met in the two months they've been talking. And one day after being bullied because he gets his phone taken off him in Bullies see the picture of Sebastian, like, oh, yeah, like, you could ever meet a girl like that. Ah. You know, each kind of bitches and says, oh, I just, I just wish they'd fucking die. And then proceeds to describe how he wishes they would just die. And then they do indeed just die because Sebastian goes and murders them. And thus begins. To be clear, it's not just he goes, man, I wish they'd be run over by a train. She does push him for like, oh, man, how would you want them to die? Yeah, yes. He doesn't go, God, I wish they would, like, get mutilated and destroyed. It's like, no, I tell I mean, sure, but I don't feel like it's that much better. It's also not that much pushing, either. It was It was literally like, oh, hilarious. How, how, how would you imagine they'd die? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, this guy would jump in front of a train. This guy would just hang himself out of guilt. Like, just no holding back or anything. It's just literally right there. Here it is. Like, if, if you have similar sort of thoughts, um, please see a therapist. Sure, sure. I think the idea is less about um, this guy's murderous intent. It's, it's more about, um, I think the aim was of this whole manga was, what if your darkest passing thoughts actually came to life? I think that's the idea. I don't think that's explored very well, but I think that was the original idea. I mean, I, I would put this as basically it's a whodunit. It's, it's a mystery to uncover who Sabasa is. Yeah, and uh, you pick up a bunch of extra characters on the way because... Gotta, re- gotta have reasons. a pool of people it could be. Uh, do you? I mean, yeah, sure, you could have a pool of people it could be, but... I mean, Midsummer Murders wouldn't be great if there were only two people, Mike. <laughs> I don't know. One of them did it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Probably one's life. <laughs> Mike does not write for Midsummer Murders. And, uh... <laughs> no, I do. That's why it went downhill in the last few seasons. I, <laughs> I don't know. I've never watched Midsummer Murders. Did it go downhill? I don't know. I haven't watched it in like ten years. <laughs> it, it, it is just kind of like you know. After after this murders happened, our main character just like, yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe she would go and. Do that and can't then... believe this would happen. I mean, there was that time I asked, I wish someone would fall down the stairs and they fell down the stairs, and these other times like that, but I didn't think that was me. There's a time that guy fell down the stairs, and then there was that time I was like, Man, I wish I had the answers for this test, and she gave me the answers for the test. There's a difference between like, I wish I had the answers for this test, and like sneaking and getting those, and you know, and murdering someone bodily harm. <laughs> we hadn't reached the murder stage at that point. Surely you could put two and two together before the murder. Well, I suppose this thing's... This, this, we start about two months into their... Relationship, yeah. Yeah, to be clear, they are not 
going out, they are friends, apparently. Which, sure. Sure. They have never met in real life. They've only ever talked through this dating app. And, as I said, our main character has never seen her face because she always takes very careful photographs or she sticks a squiggle over her I think, yeah, she uses, like, stickers and stuff, like, on-phone stickers and stuff like that to cover over. And every time he asks, can I see your face? We've been talking for two months. She's like, lol, no, I'm shy. (laughs) It's pretty much the extent of it. And then, you know, when his best friend's like, oh, you know, she just asked to meet her for realsies. And then she's like, oh, well, right, fine. And then he does when she shoves a guy in front of a train and then runs off. Not letting him see her face in the process. Definitely not. Definitely not, no. And, you know, there's no, there'd be no security at a station whatsoever. No, nothing, no CCTV no, no, no. at all, no, no. No witnesses on that busy platform, either. God, no, no. I mean, never mind the next panel when it's like 20 people who all just don't react to the person. Pretty sure there's people, like, yeah. around her, which is why he can't chase her, because the place is too crowded. Yeah. Fuck the writing's dumb at times. <laughs> it's so dumb. Most the protagonist of the time. is a moron, and then the writing okay. doesn't. Can happen. I get onto my biggest fucking gripe with this? I series? have a feeling it's the same thing as mine, so go for it. So you know what? I'm I'm all on board with everything right up until the murder happens. You know, to be fair, we don't know she's done anything nefarious. I guess at that point. Sure, sure. Well, you know what? Oh, she's stole the answer for a test it's like yeah okay that's a bit shitty but whatever who cares that's the thing i could picture high school kids doing yeah well they're university students i could still picture them doing yes yeah but anyway besides the point it's the fact that he sees the murder and then he's like you know what i'm not gonna do talk to the police yeah this was what i was saying yeah it's like, oh my god, (sighs) this is like how is that not move number fucking minus (laughs) twelve? It's like how did you not do that straight away? And not only that, like I get, I do get that there would be some reservation on his part because he's like, if I talk yeah. to the police, I'm going to be indicted into this for obvious reasons. But after things proceed, yeah, you just talk to the police. Because well, we do actually get that thought process later on when the police do actually eventually get involved because you know murders and a guy on a train track that no one somehow yeah. saw. But um. We don't. He doesn't have any inner monologue being like, oh, I should contact the police and then going, oh, no, wait, that might implicate me in some way or anything. Just, no, he just goes about his day. He just goes to university and he's like, that was fucking horrible. And then it's like, oh, someone else has died. Oh, it's, it's that guy who I wish would hang himself. That's pretty awful. And then he tells his best friend and his best friends are like, you know what we should do? I know this girl who's really knowledgeable, who can help us figure out who Subasa is. And it's like, right, this is all great, but call the fucking police. Yeah, chapter after chapter through this, I was sat here shouting at this thing, go to the fucking police. Why haven't you done that yet? This is not your job. (laughs) These people are trained to do this shit. And you know what? Maybe, just maybe, if you'd done it sooner, people wouldn't be dead now. Maybe. (laughs) Fucking dumb. (laughs) So dumb. I mean, what gets me on top of this is just how much of this is at public locations. And again, it's the police just don't, aren't involved or don't. Like, because after the train station stuff, the next arc essentially takes place in a library where another guy gets almost killed and, like, a bloody cookie bag message was left. And again... No, because, again, 
Sean, because after that, he goes into his lecture. Yes. Let's say maybe the day after, if we're being generous. And he finds out the other bully was also killed. As I say, he was hanged how he said he wished he died. I mean, I'm assuming if he didn't call the police after the first murder, he's not going to call them after the second. Well, no, but the point is, surely at that point, the police are like, hang on, something seems a bit fishy here. Because even everyone in the class was like, look at the photos are going around of this somehow. And they're like, oh, but everyone thinks it's a homicide because, look, not only is he hung, he's been stabbed a bunch of times. So it's clearly not suicide. So it's yeah. clearly not suicide. And where the fuck are the police in all this? No, no, he stabbed himself forty-two times in the chest and then hung himself. Clearly. But the thing is, the the rare police glimpses we do get to see are they're just also utterly incompetent because we learn that the Sabasa has in fact done this all before years ago and somehow isn't tracked or anything, but they I think they try and get around that by going, No, it wasn't really Sabasa who was caught the first time sure yeah. then we have a police officer who's about to get like a confession or something out so scary and then another character goes no leave him alone and the police officer's like all right <laughs> that's definitely this, how this police was it, he was in hospital wasn't he they'd just been in a tragic sure, but he was literally about to say something yes yes and i've so many times where it's like you're all idiots everyone everyone in this series is an idiot pro tip if, if you witness a murder Call the police. Yeah, that should be your first move. Priority number one, police. Okay, no, priority number one is get away from the murderer. Priority uh, two fair. is call the police. Fair point. <laughs> yeah, like, if they're willing to murder someone, they're willing to murder witnesses. So, there you go. Get away from murderer, call police. That was my other police idiocy, because the first time around it happened, which we'll get to at some point, no doubt, but they're also like, man, I mean, all the people involved, the kids dying, but it couldn't be a kid killing them because they're just <laughs> children. Uh, yeah, so you're you're referring to the four years prior to the current events. Yeah, the middle school version of this, essentially, or what, high school, wherever it was. It was like, nah, it couldn't have been a kid. I'm like, what? <laughs> you are bad at your job, sir. The reasoning they gave for that was because the killer was spreading misinformation online and they were like, oh, there's no way a kid could do that. Which, to be fair, I would also point out means the police are doing a shit job because the killer's leaving all this misinformation. You can, you can track this. Yeah, everything's related to these kids, and kids famously don't know the internet. Yeah, like, is this supposed to be uh, a, a note on how adults don't get this internet thing? It's all <laughs> down to the young'uns. Is that is that the idea with this? Because I know there's actually a pretty big problem with that. Like, There's still quite a lot of old guard around uh, police services around the world who just don't understand the internet. Not just police, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into a massive danger, but events um, over the past few years have proved that, like, yeah, these people in authoritative positions don't really get the internet entirely. Yeah. I mean, I think the most famous example is when they got, like, Zuckerberg in to speak to the Senate God, years yeah. back. That was a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, and don't get me wrong, like, Zuckerberg obviously has his own twisted ideas of the internet, but, you know, it's like trying to explain things to three year olds. Oh, you know, it was it was very much like he it doesn't matter what his opinions are. He knew what he was talking about, and they clearly didn't. Like they were clearly working off second or third hand knowledge, which had not been verified in the first place. And yeah, it was, oh, that was a train wreck. And yeah, that can be a lot of what working with the police is like. There's there's famous instances of people saying this thing is happening to me online, and they're like, "But what's Twitter? 
Like, all right, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not. I'm it's not like that's thing not is. like actual abuse. Yeah, just switch um, it off and walk away. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not really how that works. Uh, one thing I would point out here is we live in the UK, where actually that kind of stuff is actually illegal. Sure, is it illegal in Japan? I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure we're the only country where online harassment is illegal. Whoa, steady up! We're progressive in something. Damn. <laughs> uh, to, statistically, well... there had to be one. <laughs> Like by accident, there would be one by now. Ah, oh, man. But yeah, yeah, and it just ties into everything. And everyone in this series is an idiot. Most oh, of all, God, the protagonist, yeah. not just because he never goes to the police, but also because he essentially trusts and believes whoever spoke to him last. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he does. does. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> he goes along with that other, that first girl that Phil mentioned for a while, up until he then meets another girl who goes, oh, no, she. She's pretty sus. He's like, yeah, <laughs> she is pretty sus. You know what? That's actually fair at that point. You're like, oh, yeah, she, I've just been shown evidence. She's pretty suspect. Yeah, that I should distrust her a bit. But then you get another girl who very, very briefly meets when he sees the first girl. He's then like, no, no, you can't trust this second girl. You should trust the first girl again because of these reasons. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's like please and like the longer this goes on it's just he starts actively hiding evidence from the police as well it's like he does everything to impede the investigation that he possibly could thus making it more likely that him or someone else is murdered again i don't know if it's him or the police impeding the investigation more they they've had sebastian on film multiple times and they've somehow not caught them no do you know what really is annoying here I mean, do tell. Oh, go on. <laughs> so, we're first introduced to the police mm -hmm. just after he gets into a car, in, a traffic incident. Some he's, he's, on, he's on a motorbike, the brakes are being tampered with, and they go. The classic, ah, oh, my brakes have been yeah. cut, face plant. And face, face plant a car, and him and the girl he's with end up in the hospital, and the police are there waking him up, being like, yeah, we need to ask you some questions. Cause Stuff's been going a bit fucking weird around you. Yeah, no shit, yeah. But then, you know, after the girl appears, shoots the police off, we kind of see the police in the background every so often tailing them. Just, like, shoes the police off as you do. <laughs> Go away! Yeah! <laughs> that, that's pretty much what happens, isn't it, though? As you said, police ask him questions, then she goes, you can't ask him questions, he's just being hospitalised. He's like, ah! And then disappears. <laughs> Ah, my one weakness. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, you see, you see this police officer in the background every so often, sort of like just hiding around the corner, basically listening in. <laughs> but then, our main character and this girl are in the hospital room because, like, oh yeah, we're going to sneak out and go investigate this trail we've got. And then Sebastian's like just on the other side of the curtains for the bed, I guess. It's like, all right, but we know the police officers were like tailing them, so why are they not just? <laughs> yep, she she's right there, right there. She's got a knife. Why are you not? <laughs> how did she, how did she get in? Where's security? <laughs> yeah, and then we just never see the police again. No. So much of this fucking thing requires you to suspend. All disbelief. Not a little bit, all of it. <laughs> like, if somebody just started fucking flying, you'd go, that makes more sense. 
because it, yeah. nothing makes sense in this. Like nothing progresses the way it should. If you're going to do a who done it or a procedural or something like that, it has to follow an internal logic, which this does not. It it just doesn't. Like people, you need to assume that everyone is intelligent enough to make the correct decisions in certain scenarios, and no one does anything right. Nothing. The one who follows the best logic is the fucking murderer. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Because they're showing up at the scenes of the crimes. <laughs> and about everyone else is so incompetent, they can't catch them. Yeah, exactly. They're making the most sense out of everyone, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. But both me and you, Sean, I think, have uh, got this. It feels very much like that scene from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the, yep. which has been memed, which is the Pepe Sylvia scene where you've got Charlie Day and she's got a wall of papers and red string. <laughs> she's like, who's Pepe Sylvia? Except in this case, that's justified because, yeah, it is just a web of nonsense. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a web of lies. It is a web of nonsense. It comes across as if the author was desperately like, well, I've got, I've got to make sure I stay serialized, so I'm just going to throw everything and the kitchen sink into this series and hope that some of it sticks at some point. It genuinely felt like he was throwing darts at a dartboard. Of like, the, the dartboard is surrounded by people in his series, it could be, as well as all the potential people it could be in the future. And every single time they sat down to write an, episode, an issue, they would just throw a dart. Like, this week it's this person. And they would write <laughs> this week that. we revealed this person's not trustworthy. Yeah, and it it so it feels so disconnected all the way to the oh, point God, where yeah. I, I have my own theories about where this was going to go, like eventually, and it's so contrived and it's so obvious. Like you could probably guess exactly what I'm gonna say. I I can't. I lost track of everything. So well, I was gonna say eventually it's gonna be revealed that he's the killer all along. Uh yeah, it did. Uh, it did kind of seem to be setting something to that effect up right at the end, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that he was the killer all along, and he's basically concocted this whole mystery in his own mind, which is secretly why he doesn't go to the police or give major evidence to the police. I'm guessing that's where they were going with this. The problem is, yeah, it makes sense from that point of view, but it doesn't make sense until that gets revealed. If that gets revealed, like, I must note, that does not happen in these two first volumes. The only two volumes that will ever exist. Yeah, it ends with a flashback arc because, as if we didn't have enough things thrown at the wall, he's also got amnesia of, of course, past yeah. events. Yeah. Well, no, because this is the thing. He says, no, I can't possibly have been involved in these events four years ago. I was in a coma. <laughs> and then yeah. the girl he's talking to shows him a picture from four years ago and is like, yeah, but look at all these people who are involved in those events. And isn't that you in the background? And then he's like, oh, my God, it is. So yeah, this is why I'm saying they're setting up towards a it was him all along thing. And that's why like no one has any footage of this this girl doing it or something. If they have pictures, you never see her face. And The thing is, if it wasn't for the fact he actively shows his phone to people, I would almost be inclined to say, yeah, Sebastian's just all in his mind because no one's ever seen her interacted with her or anything but i'm I'm guessing it's more of a split personality type situation so he has two phones and he's um, well they do talk about the idea of sebastian being multiple people at one point yeah they do yes and the idea is he's maintaining this relationship with himself 
unknowingly kind of thing. I mean, what gets me, like, speaking of the relationship, is so you just, if he's not going to get the police involved, if he's trying to be armchair detective himself, you'd assume that one of the things you'd want to do is keep that link with Sabasa like, open, like, mm -hmm. so you can get information out of them. Yep. And then I think in just chapter four, he's like, now nah, I'm calling this relationship off. You're crazy. <laughs> do you know what gets me about that part? So this is just after the big reveal that there was this similar incident four years ago. This girl, no one knows the name of, kind of. Yeah. The girl no one knows. The girl no she one was knows. in a police case, so it would have been in the papers. Well, I imagine this is one of those cases where the perpetrator's name was never revealed kind of thing. It was all hush-hush. Like, I, I, I don't know. But I can forgive that aspect a bit. The part that gets me is, is say, it's just revealed all about these events from four years ago. And we're being told, oh, yeah, this girl, she liked a guy and liked him so much, apparently, went around murdering his family and his friends. So, As you know, you if do. it is that girl, that means the next person she's going to murder is your guy friend here. And conveniently, at that very moment, Sebastian's just like, oh, is, is uh, Mirai, the male friend, is he getting in the way of our relationship? And then mm -hmm. as Sean says, our main character's like, you know, I'm fucking calling this relationship off. It's just like, I want nothing to do with you. Whereas surely the sensible thing to do when you're worried for your friend's life and the murderer's like, hey, is your friend getting in the way of our love life? Would be like, no, nah, no, nah, he, nah, he's baby, a great it's guy. No, no need to worry. He's great. He's great. You know what? We should meet face to face. <laughs> that thing we were going to do before. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, don't antagonize the murderer. <laughs> The problem with that logic, Phil, is that would mean that somebody does something in this that makes sense. Right, yeah. And uh, I think the general writing practice of this when writing these characters was to take the thing that makes sense and then do as close to the polar opposite of it that you possibly could. I mean, if nothing makes sense, you'll never know who it is because nothing makes sense. There's no clue. There's no bread trail of clues to follow. It's just gibberish. Yeah, if you're trying to make this thing run for a thousand issues, then... This is a great way to do it. <laughs> so, right, this was a point I was going to make. Like, I don't know about you, but the way I was reading it, I was like, this couldn't have run for much more than like 10, 20 chapters at most, surely, at the rate it's going. Outside of like throwing in a thousand more characters, there's nothing As else. As I say, the thing for me is, I feel like it needed, let's say, one more volume. Let's say 10 chapters to wrap up in some way. Except then it had that ending, and I was like, "Yeah, it could, it could just go as fucking long as it wants." It it just keeps flipping around who's trustworthy and who's not trustworthy. Like this, this kind of reminds me of uh, Pigpen when we read that. Not as good as Pigpen, God no. But the <laughs> way Pigpen was structured was they just kept throwing extra information, weird information at you to extend it out. Uh, the good thing with Pigpen is that it worked. It, this, it really doesn't because it just feels so random contrived. all of the time. Contrived, definitely. Just, it's like, and here's another character who proves undoubtedly that the previous character is not to be trusted and is probably the killer. It's like, what? No. I'm from that case four years ago. No, shut up. Go away. <laughs> oh, you see, we had this big conspiracy where we were trying to find out who that girl was. And you were in the middle of it all, and we never oh. told you. It's like, fucking hell. And all these people are women, by the way. Like, so, yes. And it's like a single 
Uh, except Mirai. Okay, yeah. Except for the one male friend who except for is this token male friend who is I I want to say killed off. He is not literally killed, but he is near as he's he in a coma, Phil, which means he's alive and well, heavily <laughs> hospitalized at the very least. Yes. But yeah, all of these people that surround this man in his life it, are these are female, and so therefore you would assume that he is well, the no, standard. Let's, let's be clear, because they don't even surround him in his life. These are just people who he happened to swipe right on two months ago, yeah. and now that the, <laughs> now that the events of this story have started, they've all come out of the woodwork and gone, "Yeah, I know you." When when he's first describing how he met Subasa, it's just literally a flashback to he's just swiping right on literally everyone. Which is the most believable part of the story in many yeah, ways. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I can find that part believable. But then, at no point do we ever see him having interactions with any of these girls at all. Except all of a sudden they appear and like, Oh, hey, it's you. Don't you remember me? And he's like, why the fuck would I remember you? So, like, oh, you matched with me on this app. I mean, I've never used, I've never used Tinder or any of those dating apps before. Do you is it common practice to swipe right on someone, have that go nowhere, and then two months later be like, hey, remember that thing that didn't happen when you meet them in real life randomly? <laughs> is that no, normal? Not, not, I, even, not even that, Mike. It's hey, don't you remember me? Like you've been friends for the last two months. It's like Yeah, remember me, that person you? you looked at once and went, nah. <laughs> well no, because he didn't go nah. He was like, yeah, and they just Blanked him. Sure, surely the implication is that they must have matched if they know who he is. Sure, sure. So surely they matched, and then the conversation just never went anywhere. Isn't like I mean, I might be misremembering. Uh, isn't the shtick of this app they're using that you purposely can't see each other's faces? It, it had a shtick. I thought it was just maybe that that would make sense, but I don't recall that ever being a thing. I just thought it was like it's a weird dating app with a name that doesn't make any sense. Got it. Maybe this is a fact that I concocted in my mind as I was desperately <laughs> reaching for something that made sense. Maybe, maybe this is a case of you've read something Sean and I just glossed over, Mike. <laughs> also possible. Well, I read this twice. I'd like to think I catch on all these details, but... I, I actually also... I read this like one and a half times, because I read it like a week ago, and then I read it like, like a bit now, just to like make sure my thoughts were... To refresh were... yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know, I, I'm... Very willing to believe this was a case of me just desperately trying to find some sense because this thing is sincerely lacking. Yeah, <laughs> it's so glad. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, as we've been alluded to. I mean, I think I've got notes here on like eight different characters, including the lead, which is about the same I had notes on for last time around with Kami. Except whereas in Kami, they're all clearly defined mm -hmm. characters with archetypes. And everything. This is just like a mess. Of... Oh God, yeah. Like I don't yeah. like it when a key way of distinguishing them is the one quirk they have. I don't like that. But at least they had that in Kami. In this, they've got nothing. Like, the the only difference is, like, their hair colour. I would struggle to tell you the names of most of these characters if I didn't have yeah. my cheat sheet. The first time where I read it, I was getting towards, like, I think the back end of it, and they were saying, oh, no, it's this person in my head. I'm like, I don't. I can't remember who's it. I didn't get face blindness, per se, mm -hmm. but I couldn't put names to them whatsoever. I think the problem I had is they don't really mention the names often enough, I suppose, for them to really stick in your head. Mm -hmm. Like, the main character, I'm pretty sure in the first few chapters you only hear his name twice. Yeah, it took me a while to get his name written down and a couple of the others written down. Which, to be fair, I appreciate is probably a bit intentional. I 
get the impression until about the end of what we read he's supposed to be like a self-insert type character. Mm-hmm. I think it's the implication because he he just has no personality of note. He has a harem of women who are all very interested in him. <laughs> yes. Yes. But it, it, it's, he's, he's Blandy McBlanson is more my point. I do get what you're saying, and there is a correct way to do this. Uh, the anime manga we love to rag on a lot just because it annoys Sean is Bleach. And at least in Bleach, they don't necessarily mention their names a lot. Not necessarily. They do a bit, but not enough that you'd be like hammered it in. The way they do it is they'll mention someone's name and then the design of the character will be so unique that your brain automatically associates the two. Yeah. Like if you haven't watched Bleach in decades and you heard the name Urahara, you know exactly who that is just because you can think, right, yeah, stripy hat guy. And they don't do that in this at all. Like they, they, they don't do anything. There's no, no uniqueness enough that will link any names to people. Can I just make a somewhat hilarious confession to that point, Mike? You couldn't remember who Urahara was? You said Urahara, and in my mind, and I blame this on the fact because they sound so similar. Sure. I pictured Unahana. Right, okay. No, yeah, yeah, fair. But you know who Unahana is. Yeah, but the thing was, I was about to be Mike, you just picked the most blandest example of a character design <laughs> in the series. And I was like, sure, oh, sure. no, wait, Urahara's the guy that runs the shop, not yes. the medical captain the quirky guy with the hat yes and it's just because their names are so similar in my mind i mix them up how about biakia then yeah yes <laughs> there the, you go. Thing, yes well he's also kind of black not the point we're not ragging on bleach today <laughs> or ever right ragging on bleach every every episode mike oh <laughs> uh, we'll we'll do we'll do the episode one day whenever you want to make thousand year war we have to get our bleach digs in every episode right <laughs> I, Guess I what's like getting it. cut? <laughs> <laughs> My point it's was... Be great. We'll, we'll get to the Bleach episode, and we'll be like, oh, we've been ragging on this for years, and Sean will just be like, no, we haven't, because I've cut it all out. <laughs> My point was that Bleach is good in this regard, because it takes a lot of time to make sure that you associate names with faces, faces. and yeah. quirks and make them complete characters. Yeah. The fact that Tai Kubo is probably the best character designer in the industry helps. Sure. But like that's a good example, whereas this is a terrible example, where the only thing I can tell you is some of the people have different hair colours. Yeah. That's much. basically all I can say. Because otherwise they feel like the exact same character, which again might be uh, playing into the whole thing later of it being revealed that he is secretly the killer. Because he may have concocted all these people and just have no imagination. Possible. possible. Unlikely, but possible. I'm actually going more with the theory that these are mostly undercover policemen. <laughs> they're trying to be. They're all armchair detectives in many ways. Looks like that's, that's literally the, one of the things we find out is like Mirai, the male friend, and a couple of the girls were involved in this incident for well, years. Well, they're all in, like, their mini-alliances. Yeah, yeah and... Themselves. Yeah. Fucking and... stupid is what they are. Yeah. Yes. It's like, if any one of these little alliances, as you pointed out, if any one of them cooperated with the police, maybe... <laughs> like, yeah, the police would say, no, stop investigating. That's our job. 
Uh, yeah, police are, police are like, right, stop that. You're going to get yourself killed. Yeah, like, they would say that, granted, but at least they'd be doing the right They'd have done thing. the right thing, and you as a reader would stop going, why have you asked the police? You'd be like, well, I know why. They're trying to find it out to save people because the police are too stupid. Yeah, the, yeah, you'd at least be That's like, oh, they're investigating anyway. But at least they've gone to the police. At least they did the sensible thing. Yeah, it's... Rather than just... Rather not. than not doing that. <laughs> Every single time a character in this gets the opportunity to do the sensible thing, it doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. It, they no. don't do the sensible thing every opportunity they get. And I, I, it's infuriating. I, I read it and I'm just yelling at this thing as if it can hear me. It's like, for fuck's sake, do something that makes sense for once. Mild tangent. I was just saying, one of the things that drives me the most mad in terms of like bad writing and not making sense and infuriating characters is... There's a point we see in the flashback where one of the characters is actually with... Um, uh, she's not called Sebastian at that point, she's called Sora. Sora. Sora, mm -hmm. the, the killer. But sadly, they had an eye boo-boo, and as you know, when you've got an eye patch over your eye, it means you can see your friend just fine, but the person next to them, they're an undefinable silhouette. Oh no, they, they were like a whole... <laughs> foot. Foot. Away. Further. And as you know, that means they just turn into like a ghost. Can't, yeah. can't tell who they are. Like, yeah, I mean, if you close your one of your eyes right now, dear listener, I bet ah! if you... Ah! <laughs> no, I'm half blind! <laughs> I mean... Depends, do I still get to wear my glasses when I do this? Yes, otherwise your oh. eyes are working perfectly fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it would be more effective if I took my glasses off. I can't see shit without my glasses. <laughs> Me either, bro. And if Me that either. had been the story they'd gone with, I could have believed it. Yeah, <laughs> like, if some... Like if a bird flew into them and their glasses fell off. Yeah, <laughs> and I can believe they could be like, that's clearly my friend because I've hung out with them for years. Don't know who that other person is. Yeah, that would actually make more sense. I don't know who that blob is. <laughs> yeah. Blur. But nope, they go with the fucking eye patch. <laughs> yeah, uh... everyone knows that pirates couldn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I think one of the most awful instances of them not handing evidence over to the police is at one point they're like chasing this this killer because they're like, oh, they just killed someone. Let's chase them, which sure might be dumb, but okay. Yeah, but if you can apprehend the criminal. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. That, that's sure. a thing that somewhat makes sense, I guess. Yeah, if you can get a if you can get a photo or something like that, yeah. I'll give that one a pass, just about. But then they like they lose them eventually because of course they do. But they do find a that they have somehow taken time to write a message on a notes app of a phone and they left the phone there. No, even better, Mike. All right, I know exactly the scene you're talking about. Yeah, this is just after Mirai, the male friend, gets attacked. Yep, yep. And it's on his phone the note's been left. Yep. So our perpetrator has knocked Mariah in the head with a baseball bat or something because he is in shit condition to say yep. nicely. He's, uh, he's in coma town, yep. Yeah, and uh, then loots the body for <laughs> the phone. The body, yeah. And writes out a nice little message for our main character. Now, to be fair, I think the pitch they go for here is that was two people. So yes, I, I appreciate it. Does Yeah. One knocks him out, and then when he's chasing the other guy, the other gets the phone and gets the message. We get that implication later on, but yes. as it's happening, it's like, 
we're only aware it's one person. We have no reason at that point in time, anyway, to believe this is multiple people. My original point of this was they didn't want to hand that phone to the police for fingerprinting or anything as basic as that. Um, not only, but my thing I've just thought of is not only did they take time to write this thing, they had to make sure it was unlocked first, and they then had to make sure it didn't go on to standby mode while it was waiting in the locker for them to find it. Yeah, make sure it was working properly. The thing is, if we're getting off on these things, because like, so there's that scene, obviously, there where they see the phone, but this is where previously, like about a chapter back, we'd said that someone had written a message in like blood, stuck up mm -hmm. photos and put a bag of cookies there. Yep. For yes. Protagonist because our main character's like, wait, the photos and the blood are all gone. Ah, yeah. But here's this phone with a message. This is on top of the fact, and this is probably just more annoys me than anything, that they go to a library to research a murder from four years ago. Instead the of girl just, who has no name. Yeah, um, instead of just, you know, looking on the net, which is where all the information would be. Surprising amount of these things mm. do forget. Not just manga, but I mean, um, like, whodunits in general. They forget that the internet exists these days. Yeah. And it's just much like, faster. I could get if they were going there to get like printouts of newspapers from the time. That's a reason to go to a library, like microfiche and all that. But um yeah, no, just look this up on the net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the problem is sort of as you were saying there, Mike, a lot of these sorts of things tend to forget about it. It's because they I feel that's a somewhat intentional thing because as you say all of a sudden, if you introduce the internet, these things tend to be, get resolved a lot quicker. In um, Hentai, when we read that, oh. they, they actually had... Steady on. <laughs> we've we've, they, we've <laughs> never read Hentai, Mike. What do you want about? Well, they actually used the internet in that <laughs> to look up articles and shit. It's like... I mean, that, yeah. that thing had its own fucking idiocy when you introduced the sheer number yes. of dead people. <laughs> but at least they used the internet. They acknowledged it existed. And then at that point, you can go, oh, somehow, miraculously, no one's posted anything on the internet about this. This is dumber. <laughs> but this, it's not like the internet doesn't exist in this, because they're using yeah. a dating app. Using a dating app, they're using, like, smartphones to use notes and shit. It's yeah. this kind of thing. It's, it's this weird thing, because it never tells us what year this is set in, because it's set in the mysterious year of 20XX. Of course, yeah. My favourite year. <laughs> So it's kind of like, oh, you could say maybe it's trying to go for like the year 2001 where it's possible not everything you're looking for, particularly if you're looking for events four years ago, would be on the internet. I mean, that's a stretch, but sure. It, it is, but actually, you know, if an event took place in 97, you might not find anything about it on the internet, depending on how much coverage it got, I suppose. No, my partner listens to enough true crime podcasts that somebody definitely would have found out about it by now. But, um... The problem is, as you say, Mike, then you see them using like smartphones and dating apps and things. So it's like you're, you're looking like 2016. Yeah. It, it, like, I don't know the point that smartphones hit proper ubiquity in, in Japan. I, I know as before us. It's not even just smartphones, though. It's dating apps in particular. Yeah. Like, which is I think dating apps. ubiquity of smartphones. Well iPhone is what ten years old at this point, I think. Roughly. More than ten. Yeah, like the most recent one is iPhone thirteen, and it's like one a is year. Is it? Oh Christ! I thought we were on yeah. iPhone X, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then yeah, but if you add a few years to that, basically, for them to get going properly. Yeah, it's. And then you add a few years on that for dating apps. Uh, yeah, like the point is, this is clearly set in some sort of modern age, and they don't use the things which, like, people of this 
age bracket would definitely go to first. Like, I am close-ish to this age bracket, and even I would go to Google first. Or hell, if I'm in an anime world, it'll be Booble or something, I don't know. I mean, no, I'd go to the police first, Mike. But you, you... <laughs> Just, sure, sure, okay. <laughs> I meant after that, but yeah, sure. Okay, now I want to bring up something that strikes me as even more frustrating here. Oh, feel free, buddy, have a go for it. So we're, we're told, oh yes, Subasa is the girl who has no name or whatever. She, she who must not be named. Voldemort, yes. Voldemort, yes. Because they don't know who it is. How could you possibly know who it is? And then we find out they know who it is because they were all in the same class as her and were involved in the event. <laughs> I did and, think this was all a mound of shit to uh... begin with. The fact that all of these people he just happened to have swiped right on went to the same university as him. I mean, I can no, I can believe that because it's probably trying to target people that is nearby him. To be fair, I can also believe that because I'm pretty sure it says it's set at Tokyo University. Maybe I didn't see. Tokyo must be like a small town that no one's heard of. Small town. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, uh, sorry. It's it's a university based in Tokyo T Ward. Now yeah. I don't know where Todai is. Tokyo yeah, okay. University. I'm going to assume it's in the T-Ward. I assume it's in Tokyo. Uh, yes, and that. I mean, I could be wrong here, but I assume there's only one university in Tokyo. But uh, Then again, we don't have London universities, so maybe. Not. Yeah, there is like three or four London universities. I was going to say, I know like Sheffield has a yeah. couple of universities as well. So it's not uncommon for big cities to have multiple universities. But my point is, my assumption, because it's set in XX University, yeah, but it describes, you know, it says it's in Tokyo and it is a prominent university. I would assume it's Tokyo University, which is like the biggest university in Japan. It is the equivalent of Oxford or Cambridge here. Yes, sure. So I can kind of believe that while a bit coincidental, I'm not outraged at like how convenient all these people are at this university in particular. It's like, yeah, it's a it's a big popular university that people want to go to. That's fair. But I think Mike has reminded me of how many times characters go like, yep, yeah, the girl with no names in this photograph. Yeah. Like, yes. So you know who she is then. <laughs> yeah. Like if she is apparently as good at hiding her face and name, she's also really bad at hiding her face and name <laughs> <laughs> because someone would know about it, especially if, She's actually a student at the university because, you know, registration rolls are a thing. Like, this really does look like an open and shut case for the police, guys. Well, this, well, this is the thing as well, isn't it? So we find out, obviously, this girl was caught by the police, apparently, four years ago. And she was just released. Mm -hmm. And she comes to the university. Mm -hmm. So obviously, the police know who this is. <laughs> Yeah, and they know she goes to this university. No, no, the, the the police would the police would never ever release someone immediately see that the same mo is being performed, and then they would never question that person. They've done their time. Well, they that's, they changed their name, rude. so how would they know? <laughs> how would they know? Indeed. To be fair, they do then try to go down a path of no, it was like a planted suspect that got. <laughs> I don't know, was, yeah. yeah that's... Because everyone burned alive in that first incident, except they didn't. But, you know... Well, this just reminds me as well, like, there's this fucking 
dumbass point where so we we talked about um Mariah, the guy friend gets attacked mm -hmm. and he gets hospitalized conveniently at the same hospital they end up at later after they have their traffic collision and the doctor overhears them trying to see their friends. Like, oh, I can't let you see him, but you know, he's muttering your name and he was really clutching onto this. So here you take it. And it's like, it, it basically, it leads them to a locker and they've got the key for it. And in there's an envelope. And later when they eventually get the envelope after it's been stolen, cause that's a whole fucking thing is, um, a bunch of different girls and their names, obviously, including some of the girls, um, that have been involved so far. And one who wants he's with. And that's when it's revealed they're investigating the girl in the past, the girl with no name. And it's revealed that Mariah thinks one of those girls is Tsubasa, or the girl with no name. Mm -hmm. And uh, then our main character's like, well, but you're on this list, to which the brilliant answer is, yes, but my hair's a different colour. <laughs> and no one can dye their hair. No, not at all. Or wear a wig. Yeah, but this this is exactly what I was going to say, Mike. And then the next girl on the list is like, oh, she does like a load of cosplay and immediately shows her with different cord hair because she's wearing a wig. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smart, smart, this thing. Yeah, there's another scene where I'm going to probably misremember this, but one of the the female characters that he attaches himself to starts straight up seducing him and like says like hey let's let's fuck i really want to fuck let's fuck like really goes after him he's like oh, okay let's fuck this is when they're in the hospital yes yeah all the time subas is like hiding in the background holding yes. a fucking knife this is when she's walked past the police officer yes yep and then gets like down to like the main point of it and he says something like, no, I couldn't possibly. And she's like, yeah, I didn't want to anyway. I was just seeing if she would jump out and try to murder me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I ironically, that's one of the smartest plays in the series. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> she knows Sebastian loves him, so she's trying to bait him. Her. Sorry. <laughs> oh, she's trying to bait I'm him. Trying all to right. bait him all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was so you do feel a bit sorry for the guy as well because she's just like full on, like she's pretty much half naked at this point. F, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, grabbing his hand, sticking it on her tits, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "No, no, I couldn't." And then after you know, she's like, "Oh no, she's trying to get her to come out." Wait, you thought I was serious? <laughs> That's funny. How could I be serious? Like, well, oh, fucking. Oh, <laughs> rude is what that is. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have to do nothing you don't want to, but could you not be mean oh, yeah. about it? Well, this thing, <laughs> by all means, if she doesn't want to do it, that's fine. But yeah. <laughs> when you're being like, yeah, come on, fuck me, and <laughs> making him grab you, maybe. <laughs> and he was like really into it, and she's like, nah, fuck you, you're ugly. Like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I think that is also trying to hammer home the point that the only reason all these people are in his orbit is because he is so integral to this mystery for some reason. Fucking, yeah. For, yeah. for some reason is really <laughs> the phrase you can take uh, yeah. away from He it. was involved in it four years ago somehow, and there's ne no one's ever confronted him about this in four years. And yet now he's involved in this one. Okay. I, th I think that's kind of one of the big problems with this as well, is like, 
for some reason, all of this is revolving around him, but we're never given a reason as to why it's all revolving around him until right at the end when it's like, yes, you were involved in all this. Don't you remember? And Don't then... you remember? Because characters have been referencing this and you've been like, what are you talking about? You're crazy. I'm guessing that was all waiting for a big reveal. Yeah. The problem is, the big reveal is he's like, but I was in a coma four years ago. And then the panel after he's like, oh no, suddenly I remember I wasn't in a coma for four years. Cue like, the flashback. How, how even? How? This is not how you write anything. I was going to say, not how you write a whodunit, but this is not how you write. It's not how you write. And that's about where it ends, actually. It's him Pretty much, remembering. Yeah. Pretty much the end of the flashback is where, yeah, the series points to its conclusion. Well, yeah, because he has his memory return post-flashback, I think, because he doesn't appear in the flashback at all. No, he's in the fla- He's the guy in the car, isn't he, being kidnapped? No, that was the brother of one of the girls that I don't remember the name of. Oh, okay. I used to assume that was him. No, because uh, when he's shown the photo from four years ago, it's like, Look, here's what's a face. Here's Sora, who's totally not Tsubasa. Here's uh, what's a face's brother. And there's you. <laughs> He's like, but I was in a coma for years. Ah, my brain. I remember. Steel beams fell on me. And as you know, this just yeah. makes people go into comas. Evil clone twin made out of robots. Entirely believable in this series. <laughs> because, yeah, we find out basically he might have been involved in the instance. Like perpetrated the events four years ago, because four years ago this girl was given a book of fairy tales, including like the Pied Piper and things. And in there was a map with some locations marked, and it turned out conveniently those locations where some people went missing and how they died was based on like the fairy tales. And oh, our main character was the one who gave her that book with that map in it. What a coincidence. Yeah. And it's worth saying that this hadn't also hadn't finished adding layers, because I think in my character notes, there's also like three or more characters I've got names of who never mm. even appeared. It's just like people that were either suspected, or I think one of them was on one of the guy's phone notes. So, boy, there was more to come. <laughs> there there yeah, was like was. at least three or four more yeah. female characters to be introduced, yes. Yeah. It's like... I mean, that last point with the map just reminds me of a very stupid uh, Criminal Minds plot where sure. at the end they were like, what's the, what's the significance of people being murdered at these locations? Oh, we can't figure it out. Wait a minute. They're in, if you put them on a map, they're in the shape of a heart. It's a love story. Like, what? <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> that still made more sense than this, granted, but it's the same kind of dumb. Also, I just want to point out that in that flashback, we also have a similar instance of people not going to the police. Yep. Apparently, the police are, are optional in this world, and people option don't take. I would say the police just don't exist if it wasn't for the fact we actually saw one of them in, like, a page. Mm-hmm. God, like, this is not how you write a whodunit. Like, the best whodunit I can think of in recent history is the movie Knives Out. And I won't spoil the ending of it, because it is truly a great movie to watch. It is your standard whodunit movie, but it is also done well. And it's really worth a watch. But in that, they take time to establish everyone's... all the characters, and what their motives could be, or would be, 
for being the person to commit the murder and also explaining why they all had means and opportunity to do it. Therefore, you are learning at the same time as the characters various information for the first time and why it's relevant. That's not what happens here. You're not you're not being cheated, as it were, as the reader, like in this. Like I yeah. mean, I, I had another like my example wasn't knives out because I'm not saying it. My example of like a good who done it was uh, Broadchurch. If you ever watched that when it aired, not. Christ, that was a while back now with uh, David Tennant and Olivia uh, Coleman, I think it was. But it was like that was like an eight episode TV series. It was a good who done it where again a murder happened. You learn the motivations of various characters, and admittedly. It was a fairly obvious to figure out once you figured out what the one trick was. But, like, you know, that's, like, real-life murders. Real-life murders aren't usually yeah. <laughs> webs of complexity. There's usually a trick that they've done to maybe try and hide themselves, and once you figure it out, you're like, okay, so it's, it's this person. Got it. Yeah, and that that is the main difference between uh, based on a true story and based on whatever I can pull out my arse. And... Uh, in the case of Knives Out, at least, it's they take time to establish how and why everyone could have done it. And they don't necessarily do the bailout thing that uh, Murder on the Orient Express does, which is, you are all the murderers! Because that's just dumb. But uh, it's... Yeah, that's how you write something, and this is not. This doesn't take any time to establish any motive or reasoning it just says there is a killer who likes to kill because they like killing and that's pretty much all the depth you get and that is lazy you can't just have even in criminal minds they have in that episode i referenced a little while ago they had reason behind it they had some sort of development that showed you why and how they got to that point even if they've just been born crazy they still take time to establish that there's no establishment here at all on any character. The uh, Yandere from Kobe last episode, they had, and they're not even, like, obviously they didn't have an entire series of Olga Ramon, they're just like an arc in that series, and they had more depth and time to develop than yeah. anyone in this. Well, so the thing, I think the thing with this is Sabasa's motives are clear, but hers are the only one that are clear because she loves our main character and therefore, no one else is allowed to get close to him. Fine, great. I'm, I'm sold on that point. That's pretty standard fare for that character archetype, as you say, the Yandere. But yeah, everyone else just we're, we're never given motives of why they're trying to do this. Or oh, they were involved in this incident four years ago, which we don't find out until fucking 15 chapters in. And it's like, okay, but why are they still investigating it? Because presumably this was all open and shut because she was a, supposedly arrested slash killed. But I suppose, and then they're saying, oh, well, maybe they got the wrong person. It's like, well, all right, great. Just go to the police. Yeah, one of the biggest sins this thing does is it operates assuming that the reader has knowledge that the characters don't. And which is especially annoying when the readers don't have that kind of knowledge. Just because something's going to be revealed later doesn't mean you can figure it out now. You need to be able to drop enough clues so that conceivably your characters can be in the dark while you can put it together. And that's done by giving your characters different information and sim seemingly different information to the reader. It's, it's very difficult to navigate that without it just feeling like an ass pull at the end. 
like the big reveal mm. of he was evil all along. Like it's it's difficult to navigate that. But that's where the talent in writing a whodunit lies. And this just fails on every point. It's like it's working with knowledge that the characters or reader doesn't have, and then just taking that as rote, as standard, which is like, there's a reason they don't go to police, and it's because of this, but you don't find that out for another 10 chapters. It's like, so why, if they don't know it, and we don't know it, then why are they doing it? <laughs> you know, it, it's frustrating to read, because this whole fucking thing could have been fixed if they just acted like people and went to the fucking police. Yeah, it does. It, I, I think I noted this the first time I was reading the memo. I looked it up afterwards. I wasn't too surprised. Like it came across as like this is their first serialized work, as it were, like sure. their first time trying to tell a long-term story. And lo and behold, it is. Yeah, at least that we're aware of. So uh, that's not shocking to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's rough. <laughs> it's rough and not fun. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let's focus on another element, though, maybe that will be a bit more positive towards. What did you think of the artwork of this series? The art is fine. Fine. <laughs> yeah. It is some standard-ass art, apart from the fact that it's difficult to tell some characters apart because they don't do the name association and character association very well. Besides that, the art is fine. <laughs> There's nothing particularly bad about it. There's nothing particularly good about it. It's fine. Uh, I I feel it's all right. Um, like better than fine, I would say. Like it sure. can it can be quite good with its backgrounds, but yeah, the author is pretty good at doing detailed backgrounds. Maybe a bit too much so sometimes. There can be some where it's a bit yeah. too busy. But uh, they've also they're not they're pretty good at drawing like any of the gore mutilation scenes like they don't shy away from that as it were there is literally a scene where you see a guy's head on the railway tracks as it were and uh, i mean yeah. i didn't have i didn't have any issues recognizing characters by appearance by name yeah couldn't connect those but by appearance i could always be like oh it's that one it's that one it's that one sure maybe i was a bit harsh when i said it's just fine but like maybe above average is the best i'd ever go I think for me, in terms of like recognizing by face, generally I would agree because usually there's like some way of distinguishing them. Like one of the yeah. characters has a mole under her eye, for example. And obviously, none of the others do. But I think the worst offender for me is the last slash second girl we're introduced to. Um, uh, the cosplayer. No. If if she's the friend of the detective girl, then it's I the yeah. I want to say Mitsuhara. Uh, Surumi Mitsu Mitsuha. Yeah, she is the cosplayer. Mitsuha. Yeah. Yeah. Her. I I thought the cosplayer was Aruga, something. And anyway, her. There are no characters called Aruga. <laughs> oh, Haruka. No, Haruka is the one no. random girl who visits the guy in the hospital. For some reason i thought that was no i'm, I'm not gonna play this game yeah yeah it, well, well, it, it's a it's irrelevant <laughs> but yes uh mitsuha we see her very briefly when we're introduced to the detective girl yeah she shows up in the library randomly it's like oh yes that's my friend blah 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 and then she's reintroduced again 10 15 chapters later whatever it is and it's like, oh, it's Mitsuha, of course. And it's like, I, who? <laughs> I, I do not recognize this character. And it's like, 
Oh, right, her, the person we saw for a panel. Nah, I, I recognised her mainly because they then spent the, shik the, the shiki part of the story with her saying, yeah, those two characters are aligned and allied. So I kind of knew it would be her when she showed up. See, I definitely heard you again say shitty, shitty. part of the story. Yeah. And wow. I'm like, but which so part is that? The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, low bar. Low bar for comedy here on Trash Manga Friends. Wow. But yeah, I think well, apparently then I was the most positive on the art. I Again, I'm not going to say it's great, but you know, I thought it was... So it, thought there was nothing well. wrong with it. It was just... Okay. But there was definitely no bad art in it. There was nothing that made me look at it and go, Ugh. I can say none of the art was confusing in any way. I didn't look at it and go, I have no idea what's going on. And I didn't look at it and go, that's out of proportion or anything like that. No. The, the, the one problem I had is, and I brought it up right at the start, is all the interactions with Sabasa-chan on the app, where she is supposedly hiding her face and there's no way you could tell who that is because... You could totally tell who that is. Oh, sure. Like, I, I appreciate in this particular instance, I don't think the author's drawn them in a particular way you could identify who it is. But if this was the real world, you'd be looking at that and going, oh, no, I can't see her eyes because it's got a very thin black strip across them, covering them slightly. Uh, yes, it's got uh, porno censoring on them. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just like... no. No idea who that is. Couldn't tell you. And it's like, Gotta yeah, cover up you, them lewd eyes. You could totally tell. Yeah, it's the um, the the superhero mask defense. Yes. So, yeah. Well, you think I couldn't tell who you are because I can't see your cheekbones? And, it came and I outfit. mean, obviously, like, if you did go to the police, there's no way they could, like, backwards trace. No, no, no way they could trace that IP. Absolutely not. No, we'll say that, that's the thing, like, even when they're like, oh, this person was spreading misinformation through the internet. It's like, yeah, but you can trace that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's, it is something that can easily be explained. Like, ah, oh, they're using a VPN. I couldn't possibly figure out who it is now. Yeah, but all they had to say is they used a VPN and we couldn't figure out who it was. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. At least then they've gone through the effort to say, yeah, I can't do that. Rather than asking you nicely to shrug it off. Could you please just ignore all of this shit? It's not what we're here to talk about. Just, this is just here because it has to be, okay? Like, I'm just sure. Let's get on with the story. <laughs> yeah. What little there is. I'm not going to say nothing happens in this one. Because I love saying nothing happens. Stuff definitely happens in this one. Too much stuff happens. Like... The wrong stuff happens in this one. <laughs> like, it's incorrect at every corner. Yeah. Should I go left or right? Down. That's not an option. How did you come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it keeps on going. Yeah. Yes, it does. Well, it doesn't because, uh, you know, cancelled. It is cancelled, which is probably for the best, realistically. Like, So just, just on that note, I feel it's worth bringing up because I don't remember if we've mentioned this. When I was originally pitching this to you guys, I mm -hmm. said it was so bad it got cancelled because I read this originally. When it came out, I'm guessing. No, I don't. I don't think it was when it came out. But it started in 2019. In the end of 2019, Phil, you can't have read it that long ago. Well, the, sure. Yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> it was that that long ago. I'm just saying it's long enough. I don't remember when exactly. I don't know. I feel like 2020 was at least 10 years long. Basically, you read it in the pandemic, and that could be at any point in the past sure. 18 months. So. Sure. Why not? But anyway. I read it, I remember it got cancelled, 
and I just sort of assumed it was because it it wasn't that great because of what I remembered from it. And then when I was going through it just before posting it, I was like, oh, wait, no, apparently I'm wrong. Apparently it wasn't because this is awful. It's because the author was sick, which, fair enough, obviously. Yeah. But I could still believe it got cancelled because it's shit. Same here. It's what I was gonna. I was gonna say that as well. I just couldn't find a good time to say it. It's like for me, it's like yeah. I this absolutely could have been cancelled because it was shit. But if you pair that with the fact that the author was ill and Japan has a let's say a focus on making sure work is done on time, to be kind. It's one way of putting it. Compare the uh, you put those two together, you would not want someone who is actively sick forcing themselves to finish this. <laughs> like that's not what I'd want. Like, okay, this one didn't work, and if you're feeling up to it, work on something else, please. <laughs> yeah, I beg you, not don't fit, don't go back to this one. Just recover and start something else. It's not worth it because this is not good. I would say generally from my experience, and Phil will be able to clarify here because he's read more than me. Don't usually, if you're going to get cancelled, you get like two two chapters notice or three chapters notice of, yeah, we're going to axe you. Generally, yeah, you get you get a little bit of notice being like, right, you're cancelled. We need some time to find the replacement. You've got... You've got X chapters to you, wrap you've this You've got up. like three chapters. I mean, wasn't that the reason yeah. that Bleach kept going? Because... Originally, because they couldn't find anything to replace it or something. I uh, there's a whole bunch of stories about why Bleach didn't end at 48, and yeah, sure. It's, uh... But yeah, it, it happens is a thing. But you know, you can usually tell it in those cases because usually what happens is you've got you know your your story going on, plodding along, and then all of a sudden you just have the last three chapters, and it's like and plot resolved. <laughs> and it's like oh, oh. Do you guys ever watch the TV show Castle? <laughs> no. Uh, not to the end. I've only seen seasons one and two. I mean, I guess this is a spoiler then, but I don't think anyone. Will spoiler: care. They fuck at the end, are they, or is that midway? <laughs> oh, they, I mean, they fuck way before the end. Oh but... well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but the final episode is. This is the last episode. It just ends here. The two of them are in a situation. They both get shot. They're laying on the floor next to each other, and then you flash forward to years in the future, and they have like seven kids. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. That's just how it ends. <laughs> It's like, what? This thing's been going for six seasons and that's how it ends. I mean, don't you remember how the penultimate season of House ends, Mike, where <laughs> the guy drives a car into like the chief medical lady's home yep. and walks off. And then the next season, because she didn't renew her contract, they're like, oh yeah, she just left. She just <laughs> She's in like four minutes of the first episode. I never want to see him again. Doesn't even come back for the final episode <laughs> yep. when they go back through all of the people in his life. Yeah, <laughs> it happens, and uh, that's clearly not what happened here. Clearly, they—I don't know—they just kept writing up to the bitter end here, writing up until they couldn't, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, whatever happened here, don't go back to this one. Like, I think you've taken this as far as it can go, and no ending or would be satisfying. Dead, just like start, start fresh. Sure, plot it out properly. Mm-hmm. Have have a proofreader. Well, they have to have had an editor. That's the thing, because I assume all manga mangakas have editors. Okay, yeah, but editors are not writers. Editors aren't. 
there no. to make sure the writing is good. It's there to make sure it's legible. Well, so let me put this way. I've been watching Million Tag recently, which is essentially a reality show where the editor teams with the mangaka and they try who will be the best pair, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and part of their job, like their job, isn't to write the stories, but their job is to like make them coherent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, like, uh, an editor will generally say, maybe you need this development, maybe you need that, maybe you should push this or up or something like that, depending yeah. on how much forward planning there is. Like they they will try and juggle things to make the story better, obviously, because obviously they're trying to sell the series. They're yeah, trying yeah. to sell weekly show and jump. They're trying to sell. Yeah, they they want readers to be as engaged as possible and to want to keep reading. Yeah, basically. So, an editor absolutely should look at something like this and go, "You're a bit all over the place. Please do something about X, Y, Z. You know, have have something in there about why they're not going into the police earlier on. Cause they do." say they do kind of bring it up later on when he actually confronts the police he's like because the police is like oh you know they've all been happening around you you wouldn't be involved in some way but he's like oh shit but if i show them all these messages i had where i said i wish they would die in this way they're gonna think i'm an accomplice or something and it's like yeah all of a sudden you've got a reason he wouldn't want to go to the police but it's not not a good reason it's not a good reason (laughs) it's not a good reason but you know terror for What's sure, going to happen yeah. to you is a reason. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it is at least a reason. And if they put that reason, chapter two, because chapter one ends with the first murder. Sure, sure. Then I'd be like, all right, at least we have a reason he didn't go to the police. It's not a great reason, admittedly, but it's a reason. It does make me wonder if this is the edited version. So the one thing I would say is. Every manga has an editor. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be a good editor. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Like this thing, we don't have any way of knowing where the problem really comes here. It's just. That's fair. I mean, to mean, to refer back to the thing I just thought about a moment ago, Million Tag, they're all editors who work for either Shonen Jump or the sub, the sub magazines of Shonen Jump. Right. So, probably the best in the business. You sure. would expect so, yeah. Yeah. I hope so, at least, yeah. Whereas, yeah, this serialized in some magazine I've never heard of, so um, maybe not. Yeah, it's unfortunate, really is. And especially if this ends up being the guy's only serialized work in the end, it's just, damn, that's a real shame. Well, so being as it is cancelled for health reasons, and they're like, yeah, we're not getting another artist, or we're not getting another writer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, the because guy that sometimes both, happens. So there wouldn't be a sub. In yeah, like, this was his baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, this is what I'm saying. Like sometimes you do get things where they get a new artist in, or they get a new. Yeah, like he, like the help. person will continue writing it. They just can't do the art. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. And I think that's what's happened with D. Grayman now. Actually, I think they've got a new artist in to help her. But um, the fact they've not done that implies they didn't want this series to continue. They're right. They're correct. Which, yeah. Like, I don't want to know who did it. <laughs> I don't. And that's like the key sin of a whodunit when you don't care who done it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I think the thing for me is at this point, you could just point to anyone and. Yeah, that's shot. really the problem. Could be right. With no reason to believe it's any one person over another at, at the moment. Like, my theory is it was him all along. And. I honestly don't see how it could be anyone else based on the way they're building it up. 
And if it is him, that's stupid. So, yeah, there's no way this could be satisfying. Don't, don't be silly, Mike. It'll be the character we've not met yet. God, that would actually oh. be worse. Yes. <laughs> so, I know you compared it to Pigpen earlier, Mike. Mm-hmm. The one I'm going to compare it to is Tomodachi game, Friends game. Sure. Because obviously, obviously we only read two volumes for this series. Mm-hmm. Has that ended yet, by the way? I know it's in uh, five, Not that I'm aware of. Jesus Christ. Okay, carry on. <laughs> it, it's, I, I think it's got a bit of a funny release schedule at the moment or something. I don't know. But uh, anyway, in that, a group of friends are kidnapped and forced to play sinister games to try and clear off one of the friends' debts that got them all involved in this. And it's, it's a lot of trying to figure out who, who did it. And then that, that initial, like, this is the person who submitted us for the game is solved really quickly. But then there's a whole thing of like, ah, but actually there's a traitor. And then they discover, ah, this person's traitor. It's like, ah, but no, you see, actually, there's still another traitor. And then there's another tra- And it's a lot of like, this is fine and dandy and all, but when you, for the millionth time, you're saying, ah, no, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, I, I just don't care because whoever it's going to be, it's irrelevant because it's all contrived bullshit at that point. Yeah, um, there's a reason why the Yu-Gi-Oh table only has five spaces for trap cards. <laughs> uh, three in the uh, more modern version of the game. Oh, damn. I Wait, what? They've cut it down? In, I forget what they call it, but... Sexal, Arc of a... No, I'm not, not, not thinking the anime. You know Duel Links, the mobile game? Yeah. Yes. That uses like a, a special format of the game. Where you only oh, have okay. three, three slots, and it's it's supposed to basically make it like a quicker game, I think, or something like that. Sure. And that is that is what they tend to base the games on at the moment. I think. Did Yu-Gi-Oh get caught up in this whole card craze that's been going around recently? I like I see people online being like, "Oh man, I bought a Pokemon booster box." And uh, I don't think so because I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh has cards that valuable. Right. I could be wrong, admittedly. I'm not going to say I'm knowledgeable on that particular area, but I know people did it for Magic and Pokemon because they have cards which are worth a fucking fortune. I never did understand the rules to the Pokemon game. Not that I ever really tried, but... Pokemon I did because the Game Boy Color game. Oh, I, I never owned that either. Oh, that was a great game. It was. I mean, it, it wasn't, but it, it was... How dare you? Oh... Wait, no, there are exceptions. Almost all Pokemon games are great, and that was a great one. That was back with the <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of role. exceptions. That was a bold statement you were about to make. I was about <laughs> to say they're all great, and then I remembered Pokemon Dash, which is shit. <laughs> so, not Pokemon all. Ranger. Ranger's great. Ranger Fuck right. you. Coliseum. Great. Detective Pikachu. The best video game movie ever made. <laughs> not the game, though. <laughs> The game's Did fine. you say red? Yeah. <laughs> Nailed oh, that's it, buddy. controversial. <laughs> have you played a Gen 1 Pokemon game recently, Mike? I have. I have. They're great. <laughs> they are actually pretty good, yeah. Not not the re- not remake of yeah, yeah, original no, yeah. Gen 1. No, oh, I played the OG one. They've aged terribly, but they're still good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only annoying thing for me about OG playing them nowadays is that they're slow. That's all that drives me mad. Like, there's no run. Slow and the very limited uh, inventory space is what gets me. Yes, that was a bit annoying. I believe a common complaint is it is god-awfully balanced. That too, but... Sure, but now you're looking back on it, you're aware of it. (laughs) 
Sure. Yeah, like, no, I I think it's fine, like, in of itself. You just play with the rules the game gives you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does mean you default to using, like, six Pokemon and never change ever, but besides that... I mean, my, my favourite one now that I know how broken it is is just being like, it's like, man, which is the best starter for the first gym? And the answer is all of them, because of how special works in Gen 1. So it doesn't really matter that Charmander's not super effective. It will still stomp them. Sure. I like Bulbasaur. Yeah, well, you chose wrong. That's what people keep telling me, and then I solar beam them in the face, and it's funny. I, I like Charmander, and I finally have a Charmander plush after 20-plus years of trying to find a Charmander plush. Oh, Great. Yeah. I'm happy now. Now, much like the characters in this manga should have realised, Sean, the internet exists. Sh- yes, but I don't like buying that kind of thing over the internet. I prefer to buy that stuff in shops if I can. Fair enough. Which I admit is me being weird. but no, I get it. It's a part of the experience. It's more, I can see a plush there and then. I can see if it's got like a rip in its tail or something like that. I could be like, yep. There's, there's also the like, same thing with going to like a bookstore. It's, the, it's an experience thing. I get it. Is there anything else anyone wants to bring up about this series then? I don't think there's really <laughs> anything else to say. It's like we could sit here for like another hour just listing off all of the god terrible decisions that were made in both the making of this and in the characters interacting with this. But it's just there's no point. <laughs> like this whole thing feels like a waste of time. <laughs> Trash manga friends, this whole thing feels like this whole a waste thing of time. feels like a waste of time. But uh Mangaka, if you're listening, we hope you're feeling better these days. We hope yes. yes, I absolutely do. Yes. As I said at the top of this episode. This is in no way a statement or indictment on the artist and their health condition. No, that's the I want to underline that part. Like, yes. we hope they're fe- we think yes. your work shit, but we hope you're feeling better. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I, go on, tell me I'm wrong, Phil. <laughs> I wouldn't have put it in those words. I was going to say, there's, there's a nicer way to say things, Sean. You could, you could say, like, you know what? I hope you come back and do a new series. I'd love to see what you I, do. Uh, yeah. Just because you've done something crap doesn't mean you can't do something great. Yeah, no, it's the... Yeah, that's the, the point uh... is the way you phrase it. Because I've said that, I'm saying, please don't do this again without saying, please don't do this again. It's this whole. It's the whole uh, way too real uh, Adventure Time meme of, like, sucking at something is the first step to being, towards being kind of good at something. It's like, you gotta walk before you can run, you know? And this is definitely walking. And, like, yeah, I hope they get better, and I hope they come back. I hope they get a another serialized series and i hope they can take what they've learned from this and improve on it but this ain't it man <laughs> this is not this ain't, this ain't it, it. Doc. <laughs> no it's uh, no no that's all i got for this no <laughs> so normally at this point i go would you read more buy more watch more but um <laughs> womp, it's a bit womp. more awkward in this case because there is no more so um i guess i'll go with if this did come back would you read more uh, or would you watch an uh, adaptation, be it anime or live action? There you go. That's all I got. Phil, I'll start with you. I might watch it, assuming, you know, it had an ending. <laughs> yeah. Assuming the adaptation obviously could then, like the people that adapted it, could look at the work as a whole and go, right, we'll drop this. Yeah. Yeah. They could anime original ending this shit, yeah. Yeah, like if, if it had a proper ending, I feel like it would probably work a bit better animated, live action, whatever. If only because it would be a bit easier to follow all the characters, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
and what's going on. But would I read more? Uh, I would probably wait until it finished and look at how much there is and go, ah, it's it's another volume worth, sure, why not? Or, ah, it's another more than a volume, I'm, I'm going to pass. Yeah, normally I'd think that kind of statement's a cop-out, but I absolutely agree with this one. <laughs> it's like, if this goes on for more than one more volume of content, if it ever came back, then nah, no way. I feel I'd be interested to see how it ends. Sure. If only to re- to see how they resolve the clusterfuck that's going on. <laughs> sure. Like sheer morbid curiosity. I mean, there's an easy way to resolve it, Phil. You just kill them all, one by one. And do you know what? Fine. <laughs> it's it's yeah. an ending. Honestly, that would be better an end, a better ending than what we've currently got. I just think, if, if it just ended like he he wakes up and the day before he'd murdered everyone and it was him all along, I'd be like, you know what? It's an ending. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, at the moment, it's just such a contrived mess. I would not be willing to give it the chance if it kept going too long because just fucking call the police, man. <laughs> yeah. Just call the police. Like, turn yourself in, tell them everything, apologize profusely for waiting that long, accept the consequences, and maybe some people don't die. Just call the police. You, you find yourself talking to a serial killer, you see them killing someone, call the police. Unless you also want to be serial killered one day. Well, no, he'll be fine because, you know, he is the love of her life. Maybe. <laughs> like Phil, you've read Future Diary, that doesn't make them fine. Uh, uh, yeah, well. <laughs> well, why don't you just kill everyone in the whole world? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> just kill everyone and then they could be together. Just call the fucking police. Yeah, absolutely. Like we're used to dumb characters, but fuck me. <laughs> I I feel this is the dumbest. Ooh, ooh. Is it the dumbest character we've ever read? Not necessarily the dumbest manga, but dumbest characters, possibly. This thing, I would not say it's the dumbest manga, by any stretch. No. Dumbest character because he witnessed a murder and didn't call the police. <laughs> if I had the list of all we've done in front of me and I went through it one by one, had like five, ten minutes, I might be able to give you an opinion on that. But uh... Uh, Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm sure arguments could be made for other characters, but... All I'm saying, strong contender. Call the police. No, this is a cry for help. Sean, please, call the police. <laughs> that's, that's the PSA of this episode. Call the police. I've got a gun to my head. We heard a shit talk in the manga. <laughs> uh, anywho. Uh, anywho. Anywho. Mike, was there? I know you said Phil pretty much covered it. Was there anything you wanted to add for your thoughts? Uh, yeah, there is one thing I'd like to add. Phil... Said he, I said he pre- feel pretty much covered it, but I am coming down on a little bit harsher than this because, no, I am completely disinterested. Because I have a theory about where this is going. I just don't care enough to check back. I was thinking maybe I would, like, if this were to continue, I'd, like, Google it a bit down the line and just be like, oh, I was right, or oh, I was wrong. Just find out the ending. Yeah, no, but I don't care enough to do that. I don't. I, I am happier not knowing. <laughs> Which is a real bad mark on a whodunit, isn't it? <laughs> oh, is this is this your? Oh, what what series was it? Loveless was it? 
No, no, Loveless is where he theory crafted. Yeah, it, it, it's conspiracy theory where if it ends this way, I'll finish it. No, no, it's nothing like that. I'm not doing that. I don't care. No, you, you don't care if your prediction is right. Don't give a shit, <laughs> like, at all. And it's like this thing has been made so haphazardly that, yeah, sure, I've made a guess, but who cares if it's right? Like, I don't care. Who done it? Don't care. There you go. <laughs> As we said it probably numerous times, point to one of them. You've got an equal chance of being right. Yeah, and just, I wouldn't care enough to watch this. I wouldn't care enough to read it. If it came out in a third yet unknown format, I wouldn't experience that. I, I wouldn't inject it into my veins. Like, I just, I don't, I don't care. Even if it was the easiest to consume piece of media in the world, I would not pick it up off a shelf because I just, I just don't, I just don't care. <laughs> I have not been endeared to any of these characters at any point because they're all so badly, haphazardly written. The logic is bad. The story is bad. The internal capability of any one of these characters is bad. The actual premise is bad. Th this doesn't make sense. <laughs> you had a good idea with the story. You had a somewhat stalker potential girlfriend who takes your dark ideas and makes them truth. Hang on, hang on. You used to like the premise is bad, but now I'm going to tell you why the premise is good. <laughs> no, no. Th that's a good idea, but the execution right. of the premise is trash. I think Mike's saying that initial idea is good. Yeah. The follow-up to it is not so good. Oh, the whole thing just needs Which, can I just say, help. <laughs> brings me to another issue I have here. Yeah. That I, I've only just sort of kind of clicked on. Tabas mm -hmm. is madly in love with him. Why, why are they still only friends after two months? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't try to take it any further because she's too in love. She doesn't be like, hey, want to... Want to bang. <laughs> want to <wanna> sext. <laughs> It's just, no, no, we're just going to be BFFs, and then I'm just going to murder everyone. All right. Sure. I, yeah. At no point does she make her intentions clear until the She's murdering. a romantic yonder. <laughs> sure. That works. It's <laughs> a terrifying concept. <laughs> That's just a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I identify as aromantic and yonder, so you just want to kill people. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. So yeah, I disagree with this. This thing needed the help it desperately didn't get. And uh, yeah, I will be putting this out of my mind forever. Because it's not even worth like torturing me with later. Every so often, you guys like to remind me that Redo of Healer exists. I'm like, oh yeah, geez, cheers, <laughs> thanks for that. This, you go like, hey, remember that? Remember Subasa? I'm like, what? It's not even Redo of a Healer, it's... Uh... What's the one that really gets Mike's tits going? Eminence and Shadow. <laughs> Eminence and Shadow, thank you. That, yeah, yeah. That, that does get my tits all riled up, yeah. <laughs> well, this thing, you can say redo of a healer, but we only covered redo of a healer two episodes ago. <laughs> and I'm still suffering Eminence and Shadow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure down the line we can be like, oh, remember redo of a healer, and you'd be like, oh, why do you have to remind me? <laughs> but at the moment, it's like, the, the wound's still fresh, it doesn't hold the same... Pain. I would I would argue, but you just said Emerson's shadow, and I'm just immediately like, oh you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you can't torture me with this because it's it's so it's not so not there. I don't care. <laughs> I've never had such apathy towards something we've read before. I've always had 
some emotion either way, and it's just, ugh, no. Black Summoner. Yeah, even that had like Black Summoner was all right. The more I reflect on Black no, don't, Summoner, don't get the more me I like it. Weirdly, I'm, I'm not saying it was bad, but I vaguely recall that being one we were all distinctly just like, yeah. That's because it's, it's the thing. most. Well, that was the most standard isekai you could ever get, I believe. Yes. It was the isekaiest isekai you could have. Yeah, it was exactly three, uh, four out of seven. Three, four out of seven. Yeah. What? Yeah. I know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what he meant. <laughs> the exact middle is what I meant. <laughs> I and I forgot. Seven. Yeah, because you get like three the side of four. Like, I don't know what I meant. <laughs> it's the middle. Average. This was, I guess, also average, but it was average in a bad way, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> average in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. I don't want to say it's below average. It's just... Uh... You know what? Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Average in a bad way. There you go. Yeah, honestly, that is... Just the most apt description for it, I think. And if you know what the fuck they mean, let me know. <laughs> if you know what the fuck they mean, subscribe to the Trash Manga Podcast. Oh, man. Well, what are your thoughts then, Sean? Oh, man. Weirdly, I'm the one who uh, is the least harsh on it, the, the three of us. Um, like, I like the art. The storytelling is d- disastrous. But, um, <laughs> but if it was then if somebody went basically went right mr author or mrs author write down the whole plot and now we're gonna take this and give it to someone else (laughs) to do be it in an anime or a tv series or just another manga mangaka i could see this being all right because i don't i think the premise is interesting the problem there sean is you're saying if someone just took it and redid it completely <laughs> yes like yeah but you can say that about so many things sure but like you could keep all the characters i don't necessarily mind the web of characters and like you could keep them all do much better work to flesh them out do better work with the story of like having them interact with the police say in episode one but i like i think it's salvageable i think there is some Thing here like the core beats of the story done in another way could be engaging and could be interesting i just don't think this author has the potential to realize it which is my stance on it so i wouldn't read more of it from this mangaka but if someone else did it i would at least give it a try because i would believe there's potential there if that makes sense yeah it's sort of like sure. what i said earlier if they did like a reboot a reboot, but I don't want this mangaka doing it because I don't think they've got the talent for this particular story. Well, the thing, I think the thing for me is because it's their first one, it's hard to say that for definite sure. from my perspective, but I have a general similar sentiment in you could absolutely do this story. Same character, same general plot. Yeah. Just lots of editing to make it a more coherent story. Yeah. So that's the thing. I'm not like I'm not like on Mike where like nah it's it's bad forever. Or it's forgettable forever, or it's average in a bad way forever, whatever the fuck that means. Mm. Yeah, there's there is a salvageable story here, but I don't think we're ever gonna there is a salvageable story, but the story would have to be restarted and done by someone different. Yeah. And I don't think it ever will be, so I don't think I need to worry about that. No. There you go. Happy though. Yeah. Woo.
Feel better soon. Sure. <laughs> Get well soon. <laughs> I really do hope the person in question gets better soon. They haven't yeah. already. That's uh, yeah. That's not a thing you want to. You don't want to be giving up your life's work and passions because you're sick. And uh, just because you make a misstep doesn't mean you can't be great one day. So best of luck to them. And uh, I, tell, I tell you what, if, if you want to see something else that's average in a bad way or that you hope gets better soon. Harsh. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> Deserved. Sure, I'll take it. Uh, you can watch me at twitch.tv slash bezekra b-e-r-s-e-k-r-e-r and you can find me at twitter at the same name i'm probably starting the world ends with you somewhat soon so yeah i did not know that neat yeah that was my oh was that phil's win oh yeah okay yes he did it's because i won on a final fantasy 10 2 stream well (laughs) i think i was the only one there i think you were yeah I mean, presumably Mike would take such a, a historic occasion and make a Twitch moment of it. No. Well. <laughs> I, I do a thing on my Twitch channel where if you get enough points, then you can say what you want the next game for me to play is, and I will devote at least one whole stream to that game and potentially more if I want to keep playing. I assume you're playing the Switch version. Yes. Okay. I was going to say, I don't know how you do the DS or the iPad version so yeah well at the time of this recording that's what i'm doing soon when you could pull yourself away from final fantasy 14 i'm not not that bad not addicted what were you playing before we uh, started recording today mike that's irrelevant to the conversation we just had (laughs) phil buddy old pal when this comes out you'll be busy playing metroid dread so what's your favorite metroid game uh, zero mission. Any any particular reason? Uh, mm, it's built on the Fusion Engine, which is pretty great. It's Metroid One remastered, which dear God, did that need remastering? And it's even got a whole extra bonus section on the end for added fun. Oh shit! Added fun. The best kind of fun. You know what this. This game's great. Let's add more to it. And they did. And it was fun and great. Yeah, fair enough. There you go. Hope, uh, hopefully Metroid Dread is another great Metroid game. Hopefully it makes more sense than this manga. That wouldn't be hard. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Roguelikes, more, more linear. <laughs> Not roguelike. I know what I meant. Metroidvania, more linear than this manga. Anyway... <laughs> You can follow me at SlazerKing, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G, for my usual trash opinions on Gacha and whatever else I've finished watching slash reading slash playing at the time. You can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash MangaCast. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe to us on all the various podcasting services. We're on your Spotify, your Apple, your Google, your Stitcher, your TuneIn. So hit that subscribe button. And then grab your friend's iPhone or Android or whatever they've got, Google Pixel. I think a new one of those is out now. And make sure they're subscribed to it too. And um, then when they ask what you've done, deny everything. Um, I mean, it worked in this manga. Why wouldn't it work in real life? (laughs) Please don't gaslight your friends. And also don't murder people. Unless it's for this podcast. Also call the police. Call the police. I realized I said that after Mike said the murder comment. Um... (laughs) 
Call the police, kids. Call the police. That's today's PSA. Just call the police. See how they're doing. Call them up. Like, hey, how you guys doing? I'm doing fine, thanks. Okay, how much of this do I have to edit out? That's All of it. That's actually I've... a crime, what I just said. <laughs> that's future Sean's problem. <laughs> and do you know what else is going to be future Sean's problem? Let's find out. Phil, give us a tease. Tell us what will happen in the next spooky, scary episode of Trash Manga Friends. Oh, but that would be giving the game away, Sean. Or manga, not game. Hmm. Yeah. Next time on Dragon Ball Trash. <laughs> Dragon Ball T? <laughs> Dragon Ball T. There was a Dragon Ball GT. Yeah, that was trash. That, that was trash. That was Dragon Ball Grand Trash. <laughs> giant, ball, <laughs> giant Ball Dragon Trash, wait. <laughs> Show you some Giant Ball... Wait a minute. Pretty, pretty sure I read that entirely the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so next episode... Next episode... We're reading Namai no Nai Kabutsu, Kumoto Shoujo to Ryoko Satsujin, or The Nameless Monster, The Spider, The Girl, and The Grotesque Murders. Wait, spiders? Oh man. Did, did you not get that when I said I love those. Kumo? As in spider. Oh, like bears. I do That's now. Kuma. I know what I said. Look forward to all of that next time in a very spoopy Halloween episode of Trash Manga Friends. We'll see you around. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.